Welcome to the Dungeon House, where a bunch of regular people with regular jobs gather to play Dungeons and Dragons. We aren't professionals, so if you hear food ASMR or a baby in the back, just understand it's normal. This show is recommended for those 13 and up. The music you'll hear is brought to you by William Heaton and various other artists. We're glad that you're here to share in the fun and laughter, as well as the challenges along the way. So come on into our home, take a seat on the couch, and enjoy The Dungeon House. Um, and so I just had to go. I was only there for nine hours, so it was that bad. I was only there for nine hours, a regular yeah. shift at any other job. Only nine hours. David. It beats you. yesterday. It does it, beat yesterday. And tomorrow. What? I don't even know how many hours. Dude, I woke up this morning being you're like, oh, man. Huh? You got, you're over 40 already. I, was, I don't know how many I'm at. Um, 9 plus 9, 18, plus 10 is 28, plus 15 would be like 43. Right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, yeah, so yesterday I worked 15. And today you worked 10. Today I worked 10, and tomorrow I worked 15. I'll have 58 hours for the week. Woo! Working hard. That is crazy yep. and gross. I had 49 last week. You had four hours? 49. Oh, fetch. And then I'll have 58 this week. Ooh, that's a lot. Yep. Whoa. We got Kyle and Brandon showing in. What's up? It's good to see you guys. Yeah, been here all 10 seconds ago. Brandon, I like the glasses. Thank you. Are they actual prescription? Are they the ones? Oh, they're just like UV light. UV light? Yeah. Good. That helps a lot. Keep those eyes healthy. Kyle? How's it going for you? Going good. Are we are we live right now? Oh, most definitely we are. And I'm just, we're still just uh, you know we're just still just getting there. Not a not a shallow promotion to a TV show I like, but a shallow promotion. Have you all been watching the Ahsoka uh, series? Um, I'm three episodes in. I haven't watched the latest one because just yesterday we had no time to watch it, and probably today we won't have any time to watch it. And I doubt that tomorrow I'll have time to watch it. It'll probably be a Saturday. Uh, fourth episode was my favorite so far. It's your favorite? I've liked the series thus far up to the third episode. It hasn't been bad. I haven't been like, holy cow, this is like super good. But it's been okay. did, you, did you watch uh, Rebels or in Clone Wars? Um, I watched Clone Wars, but Rebels, I didn't watch everything. I watched a lot, like, as soon as, like, the first two episodes came out, I watched a ton of, like, the recaps and stuff like that. Like, everything you need to know is yourself caught up, especially, like, the ones that Disney posted, like, the essential episodes. I watched okay, all yeah. of Okay, that's all that matters. So you, so you at least know what's going on with this, okay? Yeah. Have an idea. It's I have some interesting news. Oh, you got some interesting news, David? Yeah, it's an interesting fact more than anything else. Um, there, I don't know if you've heard. I mean, Kyle might know. Have you heard the company called Boom? 
Boom. Boom. Yeah, B-O-O-N. Like, here comes the... Yeah. So, this this company called Boom um, is working on bringing back supersonic flights. Oh, fun. So, yeah, stuff like the Concorde. And they did their first uh, uh, taxi um, test this week. Ooh. And so, which is which is a huge milestone for them. And so, from what I've understood, is the jet will be just as quiet as uh, um, regular jets are. Um, and then they will hit sonic. Uh, so it'll, it, from what I read, it'll top out at about uh, twelve hundred miles an hour. Um, and so you'll be able to fly from like New York to Vegas in like three and a half, four hours. Or not, sorry, uh, New, New York, York to, to London. Florida. My bad. Yeah, New York to London. Yep, New York That's to London in like three hours, three and a half, four hours. You fly from Seattle to Sydney, Australia in like eight. How expensive? Um, if you can afford business class. Um, international business class. That's their goal. That's I, I, that's. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's insane because it used yeah. to be like on the Concorde. The Concorde you could only fly like only like the extremely rich could fly on the Concorde, yeah. and with uh, this new one that they're working on, um, it their their goal their their first one's gonna be business class. Their first plane is going to be business class. Their second plane is going to be economy plus, and their third plane is going to be economy priced seats. Mm. So, that I think it's pretty cool. Really exciting. Um, my question is though, David. Yeah. Why haven't people just embed teleportation circles? Wouldn't that be faster? Dude, probably. But you know, we're pretty lazy with things we do anyways. So, and also, another cool thing, in Germany, there was a plane that flew for the first time off of uh, liquid hydrogen. Oh, really? As, yep. as its propellant? That's exciting. Yep, as, as its fuel, so it doesn't use any any fuel. Yeah, it just... It uses, yep, liquid nitrogen. It has hydrogen, no... Sorry, liquid hydrogen. Water, that's it. That's really cool. So, yeah. Another cool thing. Yeah. I still, from what I hear, uh, I'm not sure if it's changed. I know that hydrogen's like becoming more of a uh, possibility for gases. Pretty sure mm -hmm. that hydrogen is still more difficult to make than and produce than it. Like it takes yes. more energy than it produces. Correct. Which, yeah, you're right. Um, it's just, you know, kind of how it is but the, the thing I'm, though is they can use solar and wind that's like that's like their that's big cool. argument is they can use solar and wind uh energy to create that liquid hydrogen and then um, use gas powered vehicles off that energy uh yeah pretty much which is cool so yeah but it's, it's interesting it's kind of just interesting to see where it goes um, the, the company in Germany wants to completely get rid of all aviation-related, um, not all, but, like, um, commercial. They want to get rid of all commercial aviation um, effect of, what do you call it, uh, environmental damage. Yeah. 
because right now uh, the aviation world produces about two percent of the world's uh, pollution, which is when you look at grand scheme of things, that's a significant portion. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, if you look at, at like how many planes are actually flying, like in the world right now, thousands upon tens upon thousands of planes are flying. Yeah, so. So you gotta do what you can where you're standing. Yeah, that'll be interesting though. Anyways, well, that is very, very intriguing. I like that. Thanks for for filling us in with the the fun facts of aviation. Yeah. Um, we should probably you know play some D and D. I guess if we want to. Oh, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um. I remember last time we had to Joy do the recap. Um, Kyle, would you be willing to recap for us what happened? Of course, of course. Last time on the Dungeon House, after the party had successfully completed their time in the city, they returned to the Vigil's Outpost and had a little bit of downtown downtime to explore the lighthouse get to know each other a little bit more, and all sorts of fun activities. One of them that was actually very interesting was the designing and building of the rooms. Each of the rooms sort of showed a sweet little characteristic of each of the party members, especially uh, my favorite was hearing about how uh, Adelaide thought her room was too small for all of her stuff. That definitely put a, uh, a deep hatred in Moss for those with wealth and those without wealth. As the party continued out, we they met a very interesting character known as... Where's my notes on the name of this girl? She's a witch, though. That's all I remember. She's a witch. Her name is Elaine. She's a witch. Selene. The witch. Uh, Selene has a very interesting, sort of interesting potential things in her backstory, but seems to have some knowledge or might be able to help out with Ren's potential solving of the sickness in his village. Anyways, some stuff happened. And now we're back. And, uh, yeah, I think we left off with uh, Moss. You had hugged out around the table with Ren and Baron. And they continued to have a conversation. Then Baron stood up, left. Um, Aliyah was helping cook. And Opal and Adelaide had just gotten back to the lighthouse from their uh, little trip out to the the chapel of the sun and moon. Um, Pinky's just flitting around, you know, pestering the the locals, um, doing what she does best. I, I think that's where we we started. We left off last time, and we will start up again this time. Did we decide what uh, time of day it was? Um, like towards evening. From what I was picturing, uh, like late afternoon. So it's like probably around four or five ish. A reasonable so dinner time. You know, happy hour. Oh. Maybe. To some. You, you, to some. You start seeing uh, at this point in the day more people file 
into the comments um alaya where um it seems like it's starting to get to the point of the day where most people will be looking for you know a meal oh no worries as well as ryan you see that as well you can see it busy in there and moss so uh i missed the last part of roleplay last time but uh when we come back into the common area i think um i just be like so how was it visiting the healers baron <laughs> uh i would say baron's actually he's not there oh. ren <laughs> it was it was really good and really informative. Um, the what, what was her title, Elaine's? Uh, keeper of the service room. The the keeper of the service room was a very uh, genial lady. She was filled with personality. Um, Baron doesn't like her. You should ask him about that. Um, and then I'll whisper. She's a witch. But it's cool. Like, it's chill. Um, <laughs> I thought Moss is going to sort of, like, wake up and be like, which? <laughs> and and Ren will be like, yeah, it's old news now, Moss. You can go back to bed. Um, but no, but really, um, she mentioned that um, the sickness that's looming over my family could be uh, what she calls an elder curse, um, which is bigger than a normal curse, apparently. But something that interested me was um, something I'd never thought about before, which is she said that curses usually involve some sort of boon that you gain. Like in the example of lycanthropy, werewolves, they're cursed to be a werewolf, and I honestly don't know what's bad about that, but um, the boon they are getting is the wolf. So maybe like a better sense of smell. I don't know much about werewolves. But, yeah. So if, if your family is afflicted with a curse, then there's also an advantage, or maybe someone asked for something? In theory, I think um, we talked a little bit about my dad and I don't think I told you this before, but um, my dad used to be like an adventurer. Uh, he would, like he was very vague about it when he would talk to us, but he would, he had a past of traveling the world. Um, and Elaine seemed to think that he did something um, went somewhere he shouldn't have that something he did brought about this this curse um, that remains to be seen uh, she mentioned even going to Bauli to uh, to investigate it um, but yeah that's I I'm a little bit underwhelmed with what we learned but uh, but it wasn't nothing Sounds like a great first step. And at least it's 
for the direction, even yeah. if it's not necessary. Yeah, I, I was just hoping that she'd be like, oh, I've seen this before, you know. Um, oh, we get these all the time, sort of sort of reaction. But I got pills in the back. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a vaccine for that. Uh, but no, she uh, she seems just as stumped as as anyone else that I've asked. Besides those those insights that she offered, which are are very helpful. We'll have to keep looking for answers then. Indeed. Okay. Moss, were you able to find what you were looking for? Uh, well, not exactly, but I think I'm going to help out there, you know, keep some of the vigils up and running during our downtime, try to try to become a little bit better with med <coughs> medicine. I can keep you guys up next time. Can't have Pinky dying on us again. No, I could not hear you. I'm you so sorry. You just can't understand. The mic was not very good. Wait, can you guys hear me now better? We can hear you. You just have to enunciate your words. All right. In pure English. No, I did not get what I was looking for, but I will help assist with the healing in these upcoming days until our next adventure. Excellent. I didn't know that you were interested in, in healing. What's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your favorite healing spell? Let's let's talk healing, Moss. Are you a great healer? Are you a healer? Yes. Mainly just as I become one with more with nature, trying to figure out how to solve things. In fact, I would like to study ways to also resolve Ren's curse for his family. I also didn't know you were a real healing man. Not the greatest, but I am learning and would like to learn more to be more effective for the party. Well, I, I've never really talked to you about, do you know anything about my family's sickness? Not much in general. I have very little knowledge. But you know a little bit? Is that what I'm hearing? Um, not much to nothing at all. Probably nothing at all. Okay. I, oh, just, have, I just have a friend who is knowledgeable about some darker things, to say the least. Well, who's this friend? I, I mean, this curse could be pretty dark. On the darker end of sicknesses. I can potentially reach out to her. But we'll see. Is she a witch too? You see, Moss sort of hesitates for a second and says, mm, A healer. Okay to say yes. I, I don't hate witches like Baron does. Is Baron glaring at us? Baron's not there anymore. Oh, dope. Yeah, Moss is gonna... Yes. 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 Cool. Look, so far, I like witches. Um, I have one witch that I've met in my life. And I'll point 
to the the place. Like you, you point behind you, and it's like towards the restrooms. But then you actually change <laughs> it. Oh, it's this way. It yeah. points out of the commons, and you can see the service room from from where you're pointing. Yeah, she seemed great. I'm sure that your friend also great. She was okay. Okay. Annoying. okay, well, if annoying is, is really the only downside, then I think we can get around that. Yeah, we'll see see what combined knowledge we can do to figure something out. For sure, and I'd really appreciate you getting in touch with them. Maybe, you know, explaining it. That'd be really nice. Can work with that. Thank you. As you guys kind of settle down, um, oh, oh, why is still on the phone? I was gonna ask David what the uh, the meal is for tonight, um, but we will get that get to that later. Pinky's there, right? Um, Pinky no. is here. She's been flying around, if I'm correct. Pinky, are you still here? What's the meal? Say that again. We cut you cut out just to tell the bit. I thought Pinky was helping cook. I thought she got rounded oh. up to help cook. You're right. And she would know the meal. You would know the meal. What, what, I guess, what part of the meal are you, uh, are you preparing? Depends uh, on what's being made. I'm sure that Pinky is either enthusiastically stirring something or she's good with a knife, so she might be chopping something. <laughs> she's good with a knife. <laughs> She's just like butchering a pig. No, I I just wanted to give you like a, a chance. Like you basically have the choice of like adding something to this meal. Like what do you think Pinky would choose to bring to the table uh, in the sense of food for tonight's dinner? Um. Okay. Oh, so many choices. She would make, depending on what the meal is, she would make some sort of. I, I don't, I don't, mm. like depending on what it is, she might be making like cute little cornbread muffins or maybe cupcakes for dessert or something like that. Depending on what the meal is, right? Cornbread something muffins. cute and tasty. I love cornbread muffins. Um. My other question with that is, how much pink food clothing do you put into it? All, all of it. <laughs> Not all of it, but it's it's a very beautiful shade of pink. I, I just imagine, oh. like, Ren, you, like, see Pinky, like, running towards, like, the oven, like, buzzing around you, like, hey, what are you cooking? And she's like, cornbread. And you're like, yes. And then she's like, yeah, look. And she takes it out. And it's just all pink. And you're like, yeah. She's just dry pink. And I'm like, what on earth is that? What did you put in there? Yeah, I'm not eating The artificial stuff. Flower. It's not artificial. It's a special flower that I picked that turns everything pink. <laughs> look, I ate a flower one time and my tongue went numb. I, I'm not eating flowers. Oh, but they're the tastiest. Not the tastiest cupcakes are tastier, but... They're really tasty. Maybe. We'll see. Just just a bite. And if you don't like it, you don't ever have to eat it again. 
All right, whatever. I'll try. You it. can't argue with that one, dude. You can't. <laughs> it's a small price to pay to never have to eat one again. <laughs> almost. That was almost a direct quote from my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Pinky, <laughs> do you have any extra those flowers that turn things pink? Yes, I do. She's gonna pull out a little, little bag that has them in them. Um, I'm assuming this is okay, Chase. I didn't yeah, clear that with you. As, as you see Pinky pull out, you see a very kind of almost like lily-esque flower. Um, but more like, I don't know, maybe like a snapdragon, something along that. It's just more, more elegant looking. Um, in the bag, though, as she kind of pulls them out, the not necessarily always fresh, and you can see that they kind of starting to dry, um, which may be the point of it, as they can be then crushed up into a powder to be added into uh, different things. Um, you, looking at it, you could tell that this flower would be uh, quite pretty to uh, to add into any garden that he would have on uh, the family property, um, as well as any bouquet corsage uh, would. Uh, go quite quite nicely with this color, as long as it matched with the colors of the dress, as you know. These are beautiful. Did you find them here? No, so they mostly grow in the forest. I forget what the forest I come from's name is. That's beautiful. Um, Adelaide will like take out her little, her little tiny notebook that she keeps on her and she's gonna kind of like, like crouch down next to like where you're holding it and just kind of like sketch it from like where you're holding it in your hand. Would you like to do a performance check to see how well you're able to capture the, the beauty of this? Yes, I do. This flower. I wonder where my I'm sorry, I'm ill prepared. I'm just thinking I'm gonna like roll up and play D and D without any dice. I think I am. Uh, you yeah. hey, don't know where my dice are. Really? You know where my dice are? I didn't know I was in charge of them. You weren't. I just, I need help. Ah! 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 <laughs> so while she's doing that, uh, sorry, I had a work phone call. Can you guys catch me up? Right. right. I think you keep them in here, don't you? No, you don't. Um, yes, you do. Because Wait, while that's going on, uh, Aliyah, what? What's like the main dish? What's what's you're pulling out all the stops first time you rolled back up into to Girlin's kitchen, um, ready oh, to to get your to get your cook on. What what you bringing out? Uh, hmm. I would say. What did you do, Chorus? Dang, what would be a great food? I expect you to make it for us all uh, next time we're all in person. Oh, oh okay. Uh... Um, if it do decide, uh, Pinky has made some pink uh, cornbread muffins. <laughs> if that narrows the playing field for you. The selection, I mean. Oh, what goes... You know what? She uh, she has gone back there, and she has bugged Gernland into busting out the ribs. Whoa. 
He's been uh, he's been marinating those for a long time. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't think he was quite prepared to bring him out yet, but he will for you. Yep. And it was more of a lie. I didn't even ask. She saw the ribs and she was like, "Yes." <laughs> Just rack upon rack of juicy morsels and cooked they as you like, you touch them and they fall off the bone yeah. exactly it's like you the type of rib that you can just pull the bone out and then just eat it like a like normal meat oh it's all just like slurp them up yeah he's just covered in barbecue sauce you just covered head to toe in it afterwards something like that Cornbreads and ribs do sound really good for me. I'm also very hungry. But nice. Well, with all that going on, um, Gerland, uh, as he comes over to kind of inspect your work um, at, at the end of uh, your about cooking these these tender tender ribs, uh, he'll he'll uh, congratulate you basically. Say, oh, those uh, those look like uh, mighty fine ribs. Um, I thought a little bit more about uh, the the thing I asked you to do about the, you know, the the fighting pit that we have here in the comments. Uh, this is just an idea that I had while I was chopping it. You know, getting a little more emotional, a little more sappy. Um, my my thought my thought process was, you know, we used to have you know Jeremy. He used to run it. He used to just have the people get together and fight in the ring, and which was great, but it's a little boring, you know. It was like yeah. it just got slow. You you were there, you remember it. It's just like it was always, you know, um, Nathaniel and Clay showing up, and they always fought, and no one else uh, to the point it just got to them, you know. It was just boring. Everyone else was like, ah, it's lame. So I, I had the thought, maybe whoever you uh, like, if you're while you're keeping your look eyes out, maybe look for someone, you know, creative creative enough to not just pick, you know, fighting for the the weekly challenge. You know, something a little more. And he points down at the ribs, a meaty. You know, it's just you know, we got drinks, we got we got you know, gambling, we got we got lots of challenges. There's all the sorts of things that you could do and uh, pass the time and uh, have a winner at. You know, yeah, we could even, we could even do um. um Crochet night. I don't know. It's just something like that. Do you want it to be like more of a competition always, or are you looking for more of like some competition and some community nights? I don't know. Um, you know, I'm planning on competition, but that's what you want to do. Well, I mean, I mean, we could even get like uh, safes, and we can put, you know. Um, safes in the ring and each each contestant has four safes that they have to unlock um, yes like a challenge yeah yeah like 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 some something like that or uh, i don't know we, we we could figure something out i I'll, I'll i have a couple of people i had in mind who i can talk to who i think can come up with some really good ideas Perfect. Thanks. I, I just was, you know, I like I said, I was getting uh, in the mojo and I had time to think and I was like, yeah, yeah I should probably mention that in my idea a little bit more clear. 
But anyways, I'll let you get back. We gotta get this stuff out. We gotta go on, we gotta go on. Anyways. Uh, at that point, uh, you all start getting meals ready for people to, to start. Um, Who is everybody well, helping at this point? I, sorry, I had I didn't know if you heard. I had that work phone call, and so I actually don't have no idea what's going on. Everyone's just been kind of talking at a table, um, okay. mostly. The part. I think it was the only one that had it. Yeah, I think it was only Pinky that had chosen to help, and Mont Baron has left the premises. So. Other than that, I think the rest of you will have a fine meal of ribs and cornbread and you know other um, fine. Salad. Steamed vegetables, gravy. No, not gravy. Not gravy. Sauce. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. With gravy. There's the gravy. With gravy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. With that, uh, time passes. And about at this point, it's starting to get more into the evening time. You'd probably say around six-ish, seven-ish. Um, where the mill turns more away from, you know, um, eating food to more people drinking. Um, though you do notice that it does seem like a lot of the patrons leave as like the time goes on as it's, uh, you can see what seems to be the common thing is people eat here. But they'll go to the two gnomes in the trench coat pub for their alcohol. Okay. Um. So is like, everything kind of toned down up at this point then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there anything that anyone would like to do specifically at this time? Uh, as the the mill has toned down, you've been all able to have a feel. Besides, uh, Baron, you never returned, did you? He never returned, as we showed this card. Um, I imagine it would just be kind of small side conversations. Um, at some point. I know Alaya would take leave and head to the what was it called? Uh, uh, Hall of the Fallen. Okay, you're gonna go to the Hall of the Fallen. Yep. Okay. It would be it would be later though, like way like way later at night, kind of like whenever I don't know where everybody's at. It looks like everybody is pretty much up um, way. Um, so as uh, time goes on, um, with time passing, um, if there's other things that people would like to do a little bit earlier, we can play through that. But uh, at this time. Alaya, you kind it, of. It, it would be like when, like, real quick, it like, she, because she would stay and she would help clean up the kitchen. She would help close up the kitchen. She would help do all those kind of things. And so. It's being towards night now, like 9, 10, um, when people are starting to head towards turning in um, yeah. in, the, in the lighthouse. 
Um, as you pass the diopter green with teleporter, um, you see still every so often a group will come out. Uh, one will go in off to various missions and tasks throughout all the land. Um, you head up the the two levels to get to the Hall of the Fallen. Um, the steps uh, beneath you um, very familiar as you remember your youth going all the way up to the, the top um, sometimes to see your mother, sometimes to see your father. Um, you uh, press to the top and you can see the not too far above is the um, partial um, visage of the map of Yavna set in the lantern room um, in the, the base of the floor, depicting, like I said, Yavna, uh, the light still shining from that giant crystal above through the, the bottom. You make it to the, the top. Um, what do you do? I think she would kind of just stand back for a second and look at the crystal. Um, it, it's illuminated at this point, right? It's like... So that's on the second, the next level up, but you can see it through the map of Yavna kind of shining oh, okay. down. Um, up, as it hits the map, as the map is colored, it, it sparkles all different kinds of lights. Um, throughout this whole chamber in a concoction of, of different prismatic colors, mostly being blues and greens with some yellows and reds, grays, shining through. Um, yeah, she would just kind of take a second and she would look and kind of just take a second to just what well, I'm looking for is not relax, but just take a deep breath. You know, she's home. Um, and she would uh, walk into the Hall of uh, the Fallen. So the Hall of the Fallen takes place along all the walls on this section. Uh, if you were to lead to the commission, um, you see a lot of different name plaques of vigils. As you know, um, every vigil who has passed away is immortalized onto this wall in some way. Um, if there's usually been a heroic sacrifice, then um, farther along they've posted portraits of the, the different uh, different people. Um, yeah, no, she would walk through. Um, she would probably I, I would imagine not know every name on the wall but kind of where the names stopped so i guess she would look for the updated names and see if it, there was anybody that she knew or that she was close to um, yeah um makes it make a history check for me oh history you say my strong suit you say uh 19. 19. um from the last time you checked since it's been probably around almost three to four months since you were last up here, you um, you notice that uh, a few, probably around five names have been added to the board. 
added to the the wall of of the names. Some of them look familiar, though in passing. Um, one though uh, catches your eye um, as it looks like um, a, a young man that was maybe two, three years older than you, um, that went by the name of Oscar. He, uh, he had passed. That was the only one that you really had uh, any connection to, as you remember growing up um, adjacent to him. She would... Uh... I just put her hands up and touch the wall and kind of just lean her forehead up against it and just, you know, because I imagine she, she knew he was a dumb, he knew he was brash or, you know, outgoing, um, that's I, I think you know that's what I imagined is he would have been the guy that would have annoyed her you know that would have been like loud while she was trying to read her books or um, but at the same time they would have they would have been friends um, and she would I, I think just you know silently cry um, stand there for a minute and pay her respects and then uh, go over to the well-known spot her uh, dad is at. Her dad's we know exactly where that is. As every single time that you've been on this level of the lighthouse, you can't help but go to the the draw of the name. You slowly but surely. Approach him. What are your thoughts? Oh, there's probably a bajillion. Um, there's probably yeah. There's just there's so many. I know. I think she would sit down and um, just right in front of his name and just talk. You know, just fill him in on what's changed in her life. Um, and just, you know, hey, uh, hey, hey, dad. Um, you know, I, I know it's, I know it's been uh, a couple of months since I last came and talked to you. Um, I did it. Um, I actually managed to be become a vigil, you know. Even though mom never really wanted me to, which you know. Um, but I, I did it. Um, I've made some new friends um, in my my party, and. Um, training went well it was hard but um i managed to learn a uh, a couple new languages 
Um, I know, you know, I don't, I don't know, Dad. Um, I went on my first mission, um, and I, uh, we succeeded at our very first mission. Um, and we didn't lose anybody, which I'm so proud of. I'm proud that I guess we could go and we could do it. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I don't know, Dad. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if... I can really continue as a visual. I don't know if I'm actually strong enough to continue. I have some of my companions and friends who want to see me try to continue and succeed, and I have others who want me to leave and I can't blame them for their reasonings and I can't blame them for the way that they feel because of my issues I have but I don't know I wish you were here I wish you were here to give me some advice and I wish I could just talk to you one more time as you have your hand on the wall, the the brassy gleam from the the nameplate shining back at you, bearing the description of bearing the, the name Titus Asha. You look at it, hoping somewhere. Maybe hear those voice again. The comfort of being able to talk to his memory fills you with peace, but also longing. The name plate, as is just an inanimate object does not respond. I think I would just sit there for a little bit. Find a bench to sit down, just look across to the wall. Wander, yeah. Um, I don't know if we want to rewind, rewind or go. Just something. Um, I think at this point, uh, probably after you've been there for a while, I, uh, uh, eventually you would see that Baron come makes his way up there with uh, 
at this point he'd have uh, a glass in his in his hand. Um, and you can see just a little bit of like probably just a little bit of a red nose. Red nose or red cheeks? Something's red. Something's red. Uh, and uh, you'd see him uh, just kind of come and stand up there and he's you can see that he's just looking for something. Uh, you can see that he's scanning the names. Do you would you have noticed Elias saying that you think or are you are you more dead set focused? Mm, he probably would notice Elias, but I don't know if he'd exchange anything yet. Not this moment. Are you uh, uh, Elias would kind of just like wipe her wipe her eyes and uh, yeah, hey, um, are you looking for somebody in particular? Uh, yeah. Um, looking for my grandpa. Your, your grandpa was a vigil. Yep. My grandpa, my great uncle, and my great aunt. I didn't, I didn't know you were related to vigils. Yeah, uh, they were the only ones. Um, well, what are their names? Maybe I can help you find them. Uh, Carlisle, uh, Ravenfrost, and uh, uh, Bart Jameson, Blood, second. Would uh, Alaya recognize any of those names or have an idea of maybe where they might be? Or... Um, as this list is more in a chronological order, not in like an alphabetical, uh, the names, like, there's thousands. Yeah, well, it's not chronological, it's chronological, so oh, like, yeah. when they die, oh, when they that's, that's um, what I mean. Do you know when they died? Um, yeah, I, I know the year. Um, should remember your grandpa's. Yeah, really easy. Correct. Um, uh, or PR, right? PR something. I guess the date. About ten years ago. Yeah. Or ten years ago. For my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, so once so eventually, eventually, she leads you. You kind of in a little bit of the wrong section. So actually, if it was about ten years ago, that would be right at the same time that Titus died. Her dad died. Uh, it's not too far off. Uh, after he gives you a timeline. And knowing that area quite well, decently well, it doesn't take very long for you to find the name Carlisle Raven Frost. Um, uh, 
fairly close to the same area that your dad is. Do you know how we died? Uh, I do. Yeah. He was uh, he was retired though by then. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Were you and him close? Yeah. Uh, I'd say he basically raised me. What happened to your parents? Uh, my mom died the same night as my grandpa, and uh, my dad, don't know. He's somewhere out there, hiding, probably drinking himself away. Yeah, she looks at your, your cup. Tries not to, but also side glances it. As <laughs> he'll take a sip. Aren't you worried you're gonna follow suit? <laughs> I can stop anytime on my watch. <laughs> Just, I don't know, I've never understood the, I guess, desire to drink alcohol. I don't know. I just feel I feel like it, it muddies the mind. It... Sometimes your mind needs muddying. Is Moss there? Moss, when did you get here? <laughs> has, has Moss not been here? I thought Moss was here the whole time. This is a pretty... Uh... This is on like the, the second floor of the, the line. So you can definitely be there if you want. Like, um, Moss, Moss just walks in now. My just, grandpa was also a visual. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just exploring, you know. Gotta get the lay of the land. He no, he, he was going upstairs to try and find the rooms, but kept going too high. <laughs> Got a little lost. Yeah. Lost just heard alcohol and like poked his head, and was like, "Huh?" huh? <laughs> I, I feel like it's so much easier to sort through things if your mind isn't. Muddied. Mine doesn't. I don't know. I've never tried it, so I guess I can't say it's a bad thing. So. Well, here. Um, I don't know if Elia would be like. Um, I I don't I don't know. I've never I've never drinking alcohol before. I've never. I guess when you're in your feelings, then uh, it's the best time to do it. So she would just look at you and be like, in her mind, she would be like, "I'm always my like, <laughs> like uh, it's like, have so you her, seen her, me?" one of her eyes getting that little emo, edgy. Hey, sorry. Are you still offering it to her? You gonna take it or not? Um, 
<laughs> I guess I'll try it. No, Elia! <laughs> Alright, Elia. Make a constitution save. Make a constitution save, but gets poison. Wait, so is, yeah, hold on. We need to really establish. Is Moss actually here? Moss is actually here. Yep. Okay. He just wandered in and now he's here. And I, and I, it's not here. No. No. Adelaide wanders into. Oh, no. We can only have one wander in for yeah, conversation. Just, just too much. Mustn't wander this time. Guess. 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 My Constitution saving through a modifier is plus five. Yeah. It's just. Oh. It, it's to kind of see how the body reacts. Yeah. There. That's the that's the thing is it's not necessarily is he, is he, well but the problem is is he like full on like well no I, it's just about like the sip like oh just like, is it's like the burn like it's if like he's gonna feel, gag or something. is this something that like depending on how you do it might be something like you know how people sometimes like take their first drag of a cigarette and say it's the nastiest thing ever yeah. and throw it down um, or like they take a sip of alcohol and go oh that's gross or some people. Maybe be a little bit hardier and be like, I'll keep trying this. I feel like Baron drinks really hard liquor. Um, is it pretty hard? I mean, it'd be as hard as they come, as hard as he can get. Fun as far as he can find. Uh, yeah. Uh, from so, the rubbing alcohol from the service room. <laughs> I was going to say out of his toilet after adding his own things in. Yeah, he's just been making it in, the, in his bedroom. <laughs> I have a plus five modifier to my constitution saving throw and i got a six natural one yeah um, this is up to you um i'd say there's two ways you can handle it it's either complete rejection of the substance or like you try it and like it it kind of almost in a sense right off the bat you can start feeling the effects of it and you like it um, I don't know if it would be like she likes likes it. I feel like it would like burn her throat. Um, but she's definitely a lightweight. Yeah. So like with a with a little bit of a sip like this, you can already start feeling, especially with how strong a strong liquor this is, you can start feeling um, some of those sad feelings that you would have not seeing as much but it tasted awful it was gross so after a first good amount of sputters you start noticing that feeling what repeat the feeling uh just the feeling of like i was basically saying like the emotions that you've been feeling lately is kind of being repressed so in the sense of like uh they're you're not as Heightens in a sense to feel what you've been feeling, somewhat suppressing the the feelings that you've been trapped with for a long time. Okay. She would. If that's uh, how you want to roll it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, she would. She would hand it back, and she'd be like, "Um, is this is this supposed to taste like that?" Yep. <laughs> Lightweight. How do you, Mom? Um, for you, Moss. At, 
about this moment, uh, as you're kind of chuckling to yourself, you feel your right arm starting to like, from your fingertips up, feel a little bit numb. What? Anyways, I gotta go. Great seeing you all tonight. Bye. Bye. Oh, fetch. Um, Masa's just gonna like sit there and like try not to act like anything's going on, but he's just gonna like shift a little uncomfortably. Like, how numb? We talking like body um, bone numb or like wake up slept on an arm numb? Uh, it's slow, it's like a progression as of right now, as like you are feeling your hand and then it just starts kind of tingling a little bit and but you feel it the sensation like slowly growing um heading up your arm and then kind of stopping at your shoulder it almost feels like would feel like if you'd have lack of blood to your 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 extremity ah this while this is going on, Moss is just gonna sort of like start looking at his arm, twisting it back and forth, and then he's like, just gonna be like, like, yeah, trying to get trying to like roll the blood out. You good? Trying to get some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, you start start getting old. Things start to feel a little weird. It's a little, it's a little tingly in the arm right now. Um, it must actually be really old. What was that? It must it, suck to be old. You know, it's not, not ideal, but it happens to all of us, I guess. Right? Some sooner than others. Um, as you are still trying to kind of get feeling back into it, moving it, uh, you notice the feeling is not getting better, but worse. Uh, uh. Hey, got, uh, got some extra liquor, Baron? <laughs> I got a little bit. Mind, uh, mind, mind giving me a super strike. I'll hand it. I'll hand you over the the remnants of what's left. Moss is just gonna, gonna watch as Moss takes a big swig out of it, and then he's gonna sit there for a bit. Then after about like seven seconds, he's just gonna like puke it out. He just throws up. Oh. Whoa. Uh. Uh, are you sure you're not the lightweight? Are, 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 you, are you okay, Moss? I'm gonna. <laughs> Sorry, that uh, whatever that was it just that uh, tasted bad, tasted terrible. Uh, it's about this point, Moss, on your shoulder and upper arm. You feel what feels like fingernails being dug into your arm in various points. Um, like a sharper pain um, than it was before as it, like it's it, it's strange like how it feels numb, but also you can still feel the pain 
um, associated with it. Um, yeah, this yeah, go ahead. I'll keep going. Um, I'd like you to do um, probably a constitution saving throw if you're trying to have hold in your reaction. Yeah, Moss is trying to... Oh, fetch. <laughs> uh, nine. Um, with a nine, you kind of feel yourself kind of tense up and grab at your, your shoulder just uh, reflexively in pain. Kind of double over a little bit. Um, uh, hey, you're you're not looking so good. What what's going on? Nothing. <clears throat> uh, nothing. Must be a uh, cramp. Uh, I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go. This boss is gonna start walking away while it's grabbing about- his arm. It's about this point, Moss, you would feel a slight trickle of something warm going down your arm. Um, feeling like it comes from one of those those places. Um, yeah, with that and kind of feeling that, we'd probably bring it up a little bit closer to your 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 body um, and start walking at a little bit of a faster pace. Yeah, Moss is, is not running, but he's getting out of there. Moss, wait up. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Alaya is probably following, but kind of like stumbling. So, Chase... Yes. Has Moss taken damage, would you say? Um, at this point, you've probably taken about um, four points of damage. Um, okay. With the lack of your arm, like, and kind of like a feeling of it, as well as like the, the sharp pain. Yeah. I'm curious if you'll let me use Moss's fade away ability. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's whenever you take damage from a, an attacker, you can basically do you, the, the thing that you need to do. Yes. I think As, should take. Yeah. Yeah. As this is uh, an attack, I'd say, well, kind of, yeah. Basically, I, I'd allow you to use it in this scenario. Nice. As you guys are like trying to follow Moss, you just sort of like Let's add a little bit of an R, and all of a sudden just like vanishes. I'm gonna stay on Moss. Um, he'd gone a little bit farther away from me than ten feet. This as he'd walk, he'd he'd walk past you, and then you're like, "Hey, wait up!" And so you were a little uh, farther than ten feet because you and I like right from here, close to ten feet away. He was a little bit farther than me. Nice. And then during during Moss's time, invisible time, he's gonna immediately start sprinting away, trying to get far away from everyone. As I would say this, like if you were within ten feet of him, you'd feel him for just a second with your your blind senses. Um, you're you're trained to be able to tell if something close was around you. Um, you'd feel him there for a second, and then he would immediately just 
run out of your retreat. You may hear him running like the. because he's sprinting. I'm gonna make uh, a stealth check. Would you be willing to make a stealth check for me? Um, yeah. Uh, not great. 11 plus. Okay. Uh, 16. It's up to you. If you'd like to do this, you can do it. Um, though you are intoxicated, so you probably will do this with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, yeah, 10. 10. Uh, maybe due to the lack of your perceptions being a little bit hindered, um, you hear footsteps go away, but eventually you don't hear them anymore. Uh, it's hard to track him at this point. Moss, um, as you run away from your comrades, where do you go? Um, because we're uh, where exactly are we again? We're still in Elias' house, we're, right? No, we are in the lighthouse. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Moss is gonna first. He's gonna look at his arm to see what the freak is going on. Let's, let's first figure out what's going on. As you roll up the sleeve, you can see on your arm um, what looks to be tiny, like scratches that are opening up, pulling the skin apart. The warm liquid that you felt is your own blood. Um. Mixed with some sort of almost bright reddish, almost orangish um, fluid. Yeah. Moss is just gonna sort of like whisper under his breath the language. And he's gonna he's gonna head to the infirmary um, with the intent on stealing some drugs. Okay. Um, we're keeping the, the stealth of a 16. It's not crazy difficult for you to do, make your way down there. Um, let me, as you've getting there, you see in front of you, kind of at the, the bottom of the stairs, what looks to be, and most people are asleep at this point. Um, the, the light of the crystal has kind of dimmed, um, helping the inside of the lighthouse feel a little bit darker. Um, with it, um, you see a group of vigils, um, heading up the stairs towards you. What do you do? Um, I, I guess, is, is it weird for people to be out and about at night? No, it's not uncommon. It's, um, either they may be returning to their rooms after a night, uh, out on the town, or maybe they just return from a mission late at night. Um, it's not uncommon, as well as you see what look to be some metallic uh, guardians standing post uh, every so often. Um, usually, not necessarily here on the stairs, but like especially on the bottom level, you see, as you've been uh, become more familiar with them, what look to be skilled guardians um, standing almost like statues, resolute, close to the um, entryways and stuff like that. Looks like there might be about four of them on the, the main level. Okay. 
Moss is going to try and like, he's not going to be like stealthy, stealthy, but he's just going to try and like blend into the back. Okay. Uh, which is not too difficult. Um, you basically um, are clutching your arms as you walk down the, the stairs. Um, as you pass the group of vigils, uh, one of them you, you'll see will be some sort of um, avian race. You would assume probably an um, Aacopra. Um, looks at you and says, uh, Excuse me, are you all right, sir? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your, what are you talking about? As Moss is going to try and like feign drunk. Um, make a, a deception check. As you uh, stagger in. You got to stop trying to be deceptive. Okay, uh, 14. 14. Um, a passable drunk, as um, you've been in talk to the kid before, you know how they act. So you're, he, he like looks at you and kind of just nods and um, lets you pass. Nice. Um, by that point, it's not too difficult for you to make it to the, uh, the bottom stairs. Um, and the service room isn't that far away from there. As you make it to the doors, you see the what looks to be a different attendant um, standing very similar position that uh, you saw when you first um, made your way up to the uh, the door itself um, just earlier that day. Um, Moss is just gonna try like social engineering and just very casually like walk up to her be like hey i'm i'm feeling a little feeling a little nauseous and in pain i was wondering if you had any uh pick me ups yeah um i'm assuming at this point you're trying your best not to curl your arm show pain in it or are you are you doing that so amas is actually he's actually going to be like touching his knee when he's talking about that like, ah, my knees are getting a bit sore. Uh, yeah, no worries. Um, let me grab some medicine for you as well as I can uh, maybe uh, cure some of your wounds magically as well. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd appreciate that. She, this attendant heads in for a second. Actually, we'll make this one key. Yeah. Gender diversity and stuff like that. Um, comes back not too f- long after with what looks to be some sort of medicinal herb um, that they explain to be some sort of pain reliever, as well as um, some sort of very as uh, he explains it, it is, helps with um, um, nausea, uh, those sort of symptoms. He talks about like just um, mix the two together uh, in a tea. Um, and take it once at night, once in the morning. It should help with pain and nausea. Um, with that, uh, the person will cast uh, cure wounds on you. Nice. Uh, as that happens, you do not gain any hit points um, from the the wound that you've received. Yeah, that's what I figured. 
Okay. Moss is gonna... I guess Moss is gonna make it right then and there. And he wants to, to try to see if this pain reliever helps out at all. Alright, um, so you're going to... Where are you going to make the tea? I'm assuming there's like a... Yeah, yeah, I'll go back. Uh, I'm assuming you just go to your room. Yes. Put together the the components as you have a traveling pack on you. You're able to do that. You're a druid, so it's not uncommon for you to produce flame. Um, so it's not too difficult to warm it up. Uh, as soon as you get to the the room, I'm assuming you just bust right uh, through and you just go straight to to your your quarters. You can feel your arm still racked with pain. Um, and you look behind you and it looks like maybe you've started to leave just a slight trail of blood and whatever this liquid is behind you as it's started to seep a little bit more than uh, you hope. Um, you crashed it. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, you crash into your room um, and start furiously putting together the um, the herbs and the, the berry in which you were given. Um, make a medicine check as you prepare this tonic. Come on, lucky dice. Okay, unnatural 20. With that, as you drink this liquid, um, you can feel your body calm, that your stomach stops rolling, and the pain in your arm becomes less sharp and more of just like a, an ache. Um, as you are so um, clothed on your arm, what? Um, What's your what's your next step at as you feel that this seems to be working? Yeah, I think at this point, Tomas is just going to take off his shirt. And I don't, I don't know if there's a mirror in my room. Is there a mirror in my room? Oh, uh, sure. There's yeah. a mirror in your room. And like, Moss just wants to like really oh, look at his arm. Idea. What if that marble bust of your old self is polished enough that you can actually like look into it and see yourself, your reflection? Oh yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, as you look at the bust of your younger self, gazing not at the, the details of it, but at um, the details um, reflecting back to the, what you've become, you, you look at your, your body um, and the almost anemiated visage of you. But then you look at your arm and you can see in those slits on your arm stalks of kind of flattish fan-like mushrooms have started to protrude out of your arm. Um, as you look at it, it 
seeing the this, these growths of your arm, how do you feel? I think at this point, like Moss is just sort of like, I don't know, he's just sort of staring at it. Sort of like, he takes one of his finger and like starts touching the mushrooms in his arm. Or the stalks mushrooms. You you poke it, and as you you touch it, you get a sense within you. It throws you off for a second, like almost it's like you're feeling something, but it's not you. Yeah. Moss is going to try and like take one and try to pull one out for a split second. As you grab it and start pulling out that feeling of something not of yourself. It's not your pain, but something starts screaming out in pain. As some sort of different entity, you can feel it's in pain inside of you. Yeah. That I think Moss is probably like out of shock, out of pain, out of whatever. She's gonna like hit the floor, and just grab his arm, and honestly just start like whimpering to himself as he curls up in the ball. From the exhaustion of your trek and from this realization, I don't think it would take too long for you to uh, pass out. Sounds good. And that's where Moss will sleep for his long uh, rest. Moss is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> How, how'd you figure it out? Hey. The growth. <laughs> Her husband is the DM. Oh snap! Jason, why'd you tell her that Moss is pregnant? I didn't mean to, it just looked out. She read session 23, Moss has a baby. <laughs> and that's the end of it. That's it. Um, um, I probably would have stayed up at the all of the fallen until I kind of sobered up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I would have head back to the rooms. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, you should do that thing in, in session, I think. If you don't want to do it, you shouldn't. You don't have to do it. But I think if it's going to be done in a PvP cover, it'll be game. That's right. And we'll do a flashback. Or just do it later on. Or I think you just don't do it. Just we'll do see. it. We'll just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. The day is going to be done. Right. So if it doesn't happen if, it, if it's if you're not gonna do it. So. Do it. It's already happened. What's already happened? But we don't know, just do it. We could do the flashback Flashback, flashback, flashback. Can do a flashback? Yeah. I, we'll do I just I think we should get everything done. Before we 
take our long rest and start kind of the more the, the other stuff. The other stuff. It's all right. Um, I didn't really find a good time to jump in to do this, but this is something that Baron would have, or as as had done. So this is like him walking back, thinking about it. Yeah, as you maybe you're walking down the stairs, you ponder. Well, now that you're sobered up a little bit more about a conversation you had earlier tonight. Yeah. Um. So. Soon after, uh, soon after, uh, Baron had left the, um, commons area, clutching, like, his sister's book, um, he would have ended up just, just putting it away and, and quickly going into the, the quartermaster, um, and walking up to the front desk. You would see... At the front desk, a large dragonborn woman of um, black um, draconic lineage um, look down at you. Um, golden eyes peer down here from uh, its its eyes as it caps breathes in, almost in a sense of like smelling you. Goes, what can I do for you? <laughs> I need salt. Salt. We have some salt. Pure uh, salt. Pure salt. Not Himalayan <laughs> or sea salt. No, like the stuff that you use in spell casting. Oh, oh, of course, yeah. Should have guessed. You don't look like a wizard. Looks can be deceiving. Fair. Um, they uh, this dragonborn leads goes for a second. The back room comes out with um, what looks to be um, kind of like mini drums of salt. Uh, it's like sets one down. And it's just for this much of this pure of salt. It's about uh, three gold pieces per per kg. You could say it's about like a quart of salt. Quart of salt, or not quart, like a. Like a big jar, yeah, like a big jar, like a, like a mason jar. No, that's all. That should be enough. Three gold. Okay. Um. I also need a like a small box, about yay big. Um. Would you say like an alms box for like a clerical reasons? Um. Uh, have some that'll fit an iron dagger. Also, I need two of those. I can look for a box. Um, I think an alms box will work out good. She goes into the the back and finds iron daggers as well as um, one of these boxes. Let me get you those prices. As yeah. I'm not making this up. I didn't look those up. So we're fine. Oh, you're fine. This is my job. Oh, hey. For the daggers, it's two gold pieces per. Okay. Uh, Alms box, uh, we'll just say one gold piece. So five more gold pieces. Because um, two per the dagger, so yeah. four. So you said three, so it's six gold. No. Three for the salt. Three for the salt, yeah. plus four for two daggers. Oh, yeah. Oh, plus, plus seven, five. eight. 
Eight. Maths. Shopping. Maths. Wow. Um, okay. And then I would have grabbed those things and walked out the door and just waited until things had died down enough. And this is all prior to heading up to the Hall of the Fallen. So just in that, in those, like, that time when it's a lull and it's quiet, everyone's alone. Not a couple hours later, you you find your moment where it's it's died down enough. And I would have uh, snuck into the service room. Um, you make your way into the service room. You wait for a time where someone comes and talks to one of the uh, the attendants at the front, um, and you slip past them behind. Um, uh, as you're stealthing. Uh, you can make it past this first one fairly easy, but I would like you to do a stealth check heading forward. Um, like an evil sun. That's not very good. Uh, nine. Nine? Okay. Keep that in mind. Where are you going in the service room? Uh, to the back room, I'm assuming. That same office? Yep. Uh, as you approach um, Elaine's office that you've been to previously, um, you can see that the door is cracked. As you approach, um, trying to be as stealthy as you can, you can hear from the outside. Um, who, who's out there? Um, hello? If you need to come in, you can. That's, you like to know. At this, is there light in the room? Yeah. How are they lit? Is it candles? Um, from what you would assume, it's some sort of candle light, maybe magical uh, sconces on the walls. Okay. Uh, would there be a way to... Take out the light um, as I kind of push through, just like crack open the door and then throw daggers to like to hit the lights and hit the lights and break them. them. Sure. Okay. You will have to do uh, attacks at them. Okay. It may not be crazy hard, but it's just to throw two daggers. <laughs> it's a natural one. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'll action search. To, to get this. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so that was the first tag. That'll be the second tag. That's uh, like a 16 on that okay. other one. So, first one. The first one. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll action surge, and the next one's going to be 10. Uh, 10 is the AC. Okay, so you're able to get it as you. Um, all that's left in here is a singular. Um, candlelight that was placed on her desk, probably for reading. As you barge in, you can see that she's looking down at some papers. She doesn't necessarily look up uh, at you uh, when you come in, but as soon as the lights uh, get struck um, and daggers start um, flying, you can see. Um, kind of surprised, um, she pushes the chair back and, and kind of stands up. Um, 
Thankfully, I still have one more attack. Oh, no. No. Um, no you I did an attack. Yeah, you were probably dual wielding, so you attacked, another but then you I pulled another, another one. one. So, yeah. So, you're, I think you're good. I think I'm good. Okay. Um, I will go for a grapple on her. Um, we will need to roll initiative then. Okay. Since uh, this is um, kind of the, the deal, it's kind of to see who can go first. Sure. Try to make this quick, guys. Oh, you're good. Don't feel pressure. You do feel pressure. Oh, sure. Wait, are we rolling initiative? Yes. I'm just looking up her dexterity modifier. I've been rolling crap into the night. All right, what'd you get? Uh, eight. She got five. Oh, okay. I don't know. She rolled bad. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to run up and uh, I'll do a grapple on her. Okay. You grab her um, and like probably jumping table. over the, the table, wrap your hands around her. Um, she is grappled. At this point, you'll say, she'll say, who are you? What, what are you doing? You know who I am. Have you ever heard the story of the yellow-eyed witch? Yellow-eyed witch? Three kids. Four. Four kids. Went through a forest. There's rumors of a witch. In a cabin with an elder. Foods of all kinds. And those that dared would go into her cabin and take what they wanted. If they were to look into her eyes, though, they'd be killed. Out of these four kids, the first three came in, one at a time, each tricked in some way by this witch. Ultimately, the three of them fell. So tell me, how many souls have you killed? Have you taken? You'd hear her voice almost in a seething rage. You do not know who I am, and you have no place to judge what I've done, who I am. Um, with that, she's going to try to break the grapple. That is um, is that disadvantage? Pretty sure drop attacks are at disadvantage. Oh, I, I can. Do, would you like me to double check it? Yes. Oh, so I can look at it. Up. What was it? Yeah, if you want to look at it, breaking a grapple. Maybe it's just contested, actually. It might just be uh, Yeah, so use an action to break free. A creature must spend their entire action in okay. order to make an ability. You have athletics or acrobatics. Okay. Yeah. Or she can teleport or missy step. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 19. She also got a 19. 
So that's why so it's stays the same. It can stay the same where she could like break free. Like Baron might kind of release it a little bit. Let her she pushes you off and faces you. And tell me who you are. My name is Elaine. Do you think I would have come to the vigils of all places if I was still in that sort of life? Do you think there's not a reason why I left? Do you think I came here because I still believe that stuff? I don't know. Hags, crones, whatever you want to call them. They live a long life. Um, They're willing to wait. At this point, she's going to cast a whole person on you. Oh, the DC on this. Uh, Isn't it uh, is a wisdom con? Uh, I'm just looking up right now. I think it is. It might be wisdom, but let me just. It's a wisdom throw. Yeah, fourteen. Uh, DC 16, as you feel your body lock up. Um, she's not going to produce any weapons as she just walks up to you and, like, just mere inches away from your face. Um, as she gazes into your eyes, you can see that the fire, that the anger that is in them she looks at you and then she is somewhat looks almost kind of like she's remembering something kind of like a thousand yard stare someone that's seen something have you ever grown up in a culture or a society where they they taught you things and you believed in wholeheartedly. Was that your experience as a child? Yeah. That was mine too. I did not have the luxury of some to be taught true, correct principles from an early age. Do you also believe that through your actions, there's always just some semblance of truth, some semblance of you know what's right and what's wrong when you do it. You see a child being beaten by their parents, you can feel it, feel something different from see the laughter of children. It brings peace. Do you see it? I saw it. I was lucky enough to have a sister who protected me from most of those. He, as she kind of shudders at the words, uh, abominations. She took the brunt 
but protected we. And when she was turned into what she was, I had to stand there helpless. <laughs> you do not know me. I may have been a witch, but I am no witch. With that, um, she is um, going to drop concentration on the old person. Um, she'll yell at you, get out of my office. Um, at this, uh, Baron would say, Get out of my office. Can't change what is in our bloodline. And then I'll start to I'll start to leave and I'll That may be true for you. But at least I'm trying. And I'll as I'm kind of walking out, I'll reach into my bag and I will produce a small casket box. Or alms box, excuse me. Um, and, uh, I'll, kind of toss it to her, or I'll just kind of let it slide, she might not even catch her or whatever, let it hit the ground or whatever. I was always told to bring gifts, so that my other things of mine that are precious when taken. With this, you can see that she's like visibly shaking with with frustration. I always believe, put my faith in the actions that people do. I, uh, um, someone better than my father raised me. And I'll say, um, That, that final story, that final girl, she thought she had beaten the hag, that she had outwitted her. In the end, she ended up dying too. And all the hag said was, see you with her yellow glowing eye. I'll kind of start walking out and I'll say, I see you. I'll keep an eye on you. If you believe with what you've been taught that someone better than your father and the person that your visage reflects, then I hope that you can realize that my works are good. I hope that's true. If I find out that uh, you've stolen any souls or done anything like that, well... Use what's in the box for yourself. Get It'll be better than the fate that I give you. Get she just points and keeps yelling, yells at you. 
had that, I would have left, got some drinks, and met Elia. All right. With that, um, before we end the day, is there anything else that anyone would like to accomplish? If not, then uh, we're going to have a long rest and go to break. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, that's me. That's my fault, guys. Ah. Ah. We're back. Just as well, what my case said. All right. Um, let me change the music as this is this is a happy morning. This is the first night y'all got asleep in your new pimped out ribs. Um, have that the feelings there. Um, with going forward, there's a couple things that we have probably that you'll as characters want to do throughout the week. Maybe want to explain what's going on. But my plan was for the rest of this session just to kind of you know do a little bit of a leap forward in time as well as discuss and uh, let you guys start using a little bit of that downtime, a little bit of a house rule that we made uh, back when we started the, like when we did session zero. Basically what that home rule is, is it allows you to gain like specific inspiration for a certain task, as well as with that gain proficiency in different skills. Um, so that is uh, what's kind of going on. Um, basically, uh, before we get started, the way it works is it's kind of a twofold system. The first thing is the inspiration part, as basically what will happen is during your downtime, each week you can have basically a focus of what you want to do. Um, that focus can be um, pretty much anything that would usually determine a role um, that has a specific skill or tool um, connected to it. Um, so I can't, everything is game. The The biggest thing is like just describing how you plan on, um, in a sense, studying that skill or practicing it. Um, so as an example, say, um, Pinky wants to work on her animal handling and maybe eventually get proficiency in that skill. Something that she could do um, is she could say, oh, I would like to um, practice um, like handling animals. And she could definitely do that, uh, that check. The, heart, the thing about this though is depending on how um, generalize the statement is uh, may mean that it's a harder dc to get inspiration for because say in this example um if i'm trying to get inspiration for um doing animal handling checks in general that has a lot of different attributes that it could be as maybe we're fighting a, a bear and we need to calm it down. Or maybe it's like we ran into um, 
some rats and they might we might just need to like communicate to them that we're we're not hostile or um you may be just trying to push your horse harder um in a gallop um so there's a lot of different ways that you could use that one but if you're more specific with what you want to do is like i want to work on training with a horse uh and being able to handle like um stressful situations with it and be able to calm it down that would be an easier dc than just saying i want to work on my animal handling um sorry brandon i was just explaining um kind of the downtime rule uh that we are going to use um, just talking about the the inspiration side the more specific you are about what you want to get your inspiration in the less useful it might be it's not as generalized for inspiration point but also means that it's an easier DC to accomplish. Um, the other part of it is gaining um, um, basically points into being able to, at some point, gain proficiency in a, a skill. Um, I know in the resources when we first started, we had that sheet that McKay and I designed um, that kind of lets you have a bomb place where you can write down your inspiration as well as keep track of the skills you've been working on. Whether or not you fail or succeed on one of these inspiration roles during your downtime, um, it still works towards gaining proficiency as uh, you can make sense of like, even if you fail to work with a horse this time and you don't gain the inspiration, you still have gotten more experience. And so you've worked towards that proficiency of animal handling. Um, basically, that's how it works. Like I said, each week it um, you have the option, as well as if it's if you would like to, um, you can take part in any downtime activity as well. Like you're not just crawling; you only can do this during the week. As well as if you have any other role play opportunities that you'd like to do, you can do that. And even one of the um, other parts of downtime that you can take part of is looking for odd jobs around the lighthouse that could be get could be done uh, just to get more cash flow into your pocket. If you um, are close to buying a magic item or something like that, you may just want like, you know, a couple more gold pieces to, to get there. So that's a little bit about what this is going to look like. Um, since Moss, you're going to have to be going soon. Would you be okay with starting um, what you're going to do for this week? Um, you can start off any place you want to be like, with you walk waking up or with what you'd like to focus on you yeah i think generally speaking just throughout this downtime moss's big focus is he's like he mentioned earlier he's going to be volunteering and helping out at the, the clinic um especially with uh what's her face is there right the witch yeah elaine yeah elaine and so that's going to be a a lot of moss's time it's just like Learning from Elaine and the other clerics, just volunteering, seeing whatever they can just to help improve his uh, his overall medicine skill. Okay. Um, so just a, a few fun facets. Uh, once you've woken up in the morning after sleeping on the ground, other than being sore, um, the pain, the numbness that was inflicting you the day prior has subsided. Though, okay. as soon as like you have become conscious you feel like there's a presence with you as 
Um, as soon as you kind of wake up, you have like you're kind of ravenous, like you're really hungry. You're you're looking to feed yourself. For some reason, it feels more so than usual. Um, as well as you can feel like this hunger coming from whatever that entity that you felt the night before um, is coming from. Um, are you trying to cover up um, whatever is going on in your arm? Yeah, so what Moss is going to do now is he's like he's going to wear his, um, his uniform that he got, right? Yeah. But he's just going to, his uh, cloak attaches. He's going to sort of make it more more like a cape in the sense that it really covers the shoulders. Um, yeah, that is more than easy to do. You can keep it slung over that arm. Something as you notice as you wake up and the pain has subsided, um, this arm that has been fused with this mushroom, uh, you have a sense in it like it almost, you still have like control over it, but there's a sense of like almost another thing as part of it like previously said. Um, with this, your arm has increased significantly with its strength. Uh, you can increase your strengths or your ability stat uh, by plus one. So add two points to the, the main score. So it goes up by, by one. Oh, dang. So that's nice. If you had a minus one, I think you did. It goes up to a zero, as this arm somehow is a little bit more superhuman and strong than your normal old posture. All right, all right. I'll take a little extra strength. What's wrong with that? With your arm covered up and your muscles a little bit bigger, uh, what would you like to do this week? Besides, uh, oh, you were going to check um, work with uh, working with Elaine. One thing that you would notice yeah. as you start working with her. Um, especially with kind of the day after, she seems really on edge, really, um, not really talkative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moss isn't going to bribe. You're good. Uh, with, um, with that, uh, Oh, through the week, it, it would get better and she would return to normal, but you can definitely tell that first day she is not having it. Um, make it, so you're just doing a general medicine. Yeah. Check to see if you can get it better. Mm -hmm. Um, make a, make a medicine check, just so you know, since it's so generalized, um, it'll probably be a little bit higher DC. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'll specify it down just a hair. Like a lot of it that he's looking for is uh This is gonna sound so bad. Almost like a drug addict. He's trying to figure out the right combination of herbs and medicines. Sort of like help slow down the growth of his fungus, slash like alleviate pain immediately. Just in case this numbness hits at a wrong moment. That's so he's, uh... Yeah, specifically that, being a heroin addict. Yeah, so 
the inspiration that you're kind of going for is the use of medication in healing uh, people. Yes. Perfect. I have the DC in my brain. Um, would you please roll a medicine check? All right, let's roll. Okay, I'll take that. Um, lucky roll. I got an unnatural 20. Wow. With an unnatural 20, you are easily able to start picking up your keen eye for seeing detail and being able to track the way other people kind of do their jobs. Um, kind of kicks in. And you are able to quickly pick up some of the things that they're doing um, kind of on a regular basis. And then um, in your own spare downtime, put that towards basically a medication that you can create that can help uh, alleviate the properties of the pain and the wooziness like you experienced the, the night prior. Um, nice. It'll probably take a little bit more of an alchemical uh, study to try to get the effect of stop, like s slowing the uh, the spread. So, just so you know. Okay, that's good to know. With that, Moss, is there anything else that you'd like to accomplish during this week of downtime? Yeah, so a lot of it's just going to be helping out, trying to learn medicine. A part of it, though, um, when he's not socializing with the group, he's going to start finding a couple books, um, sort of searching for books about, like, curses or, like, remedies to curses, any sort of, like, magical properties to help out with that. Perfect. Um, make an investigation check. Um, I'm assuming that you're going to probably to the archive um, to yeah. uh, check this. So as you uh, enter in on one of these days after you've helped out at the, uh, the service room, you enter the Ipsworm archive and you see kind of an essential desk what looks to be um, a shorter dwarven uh, man with a long braided beard in the color of almost like a, a beef, like burgundy red. Um, you can see on top of his head um, lies uh, a horned helmet of a dwarvish style. Um, though, <laughs> if you look at his rest of his body, um, you can see that he's wearing robes. Uh, the only piece of armor being the helmet. Oh, <laughs> that's a trap. Are you okay? Hello? Are you all right? Yeah, can you guys hear me? Yeah. You just okay, like yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, Moss yeah. is gonna walk up and just be like, hey. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just uh, dealing with these dusty old books. <sighs> I hate it. Just wish I could some iron. You know, smith me a new hammer. But, uh, alas, stuck here. Alright, if you're, uh, why are you here then if you're by trade? Well, that's the long story, and 
One that might turn your whiskers gray if I were to tell you. Oh wait, well, they're already gray. Maybe they'll turn them into dust if I uh, were to tell the whole story, but uh, keep it simple. I um, grew up proud dwarven warrior. Alas, though, my homeland was lost and I need to uh, search knowledge to be able to figure out where uh, me homeland is. With that, I kept digging, looking for answers, and ended up becoming a. And he, as he says the word, his like face crunches up really in like a kind of like a a hatred for the word. He says, "I became a a a, a, a wizard." Ugh. As he kind of like spits the word out as he as he says it. Oh, you became a what? Wizard, you know the spell casting kind. Sorry, sorry, I can't hear you. Can you say it one more time? Very pronounced. I I see the tricks that ye be playing on me. You're just trying to get me frustrated with my own predicaments. <laughs> understandable, understandable. So you're pretty knowledgeable then about this whole um, this whole place. Old Gerland. Oh wait, I've already used Gerland as a name. Find another one. Um, Bogdan. Bogdan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Bogdan's a different dwarf. But um, Gerlin can be a really common name. Gerlin's just another one. <laughs> this one's <laughs> instead of Gerland, this is Gerland. That's what it's going to be. And then there's Gerland, Gerlund, Gerland. Yeah. Gerland Silverblade. Finest forger in all the O-Stone. I tell you what, they'll allow practice because, you know, I'm here now, but I can still swing a hammer just as strong as anyone else. I believe you. I believe you. Well, Gerland, curious if you can help me find some information. What you be looking for? Maybe if I, uh, still can find the vein of ore in the ground, I could find a book as well. It's easy stuff. Not nearly. All right, then. I'm mainly looking for information about um, helping to uh, helping to uh, absolve uh, a curse. Absolving curses. Yeah. Follow me, follow me. I've, I've done terribly much information searching on that regard as it has nothing to do with the minerals, nothing to do with you know, my homeland, but oh, I can probably sell it. As he quite deftly and actually is quite well at his job, is quickly able to find the, the section that you're looking for. Here you go. Look around and see if there's something that catches your eye. I hope that you're able to find the score of gold in the wealth of information that you find. Out of curiosity, before I, I give you sort of a broad topic of a curse, uh, to be a little bit more specific, I'm thinking about a um, curse given from an undead. Undead. Mm, yes, yes, right here. Uh, as he um, finds um, like a section about have undead, he should be able to look in there and find uh, curses. 
All right, this is super useful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one second, I'm question. going to unplug the mic um, just to make sure it's not doing something weird. I'll be right back. Um, Chase, just so you know, I also have to leave early. For a short session. What? <laughs> Oh no! Oh wait, I can hear you now. Oh, I'm I'm good. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm just going good. To, it's going to be a shorter session, anyways. We'll probably finish um, this. Okay. So, pretty soon. Um, Moss, do a investigation check as you're looking. Okay. Uh, investigation. Roll the dice. Oh, five. You're able to find a book called um, Undead, How to Raise Them Right. For some reason, it seems a little familiar. Uh, you look through it, and it more talks about how to, how to bring undead back. Um, uh, the name somewhat kind of catches your, your, your mind as it says Zolaire on it. You're like, oh, huh. Seems familiar from something. Um, but uh, other than that, it doesn't really give you um, any much more information as well as like as you look through the other books. So you're not able to find or ascertain anything necessarily at this point. Got it. Sorry. Sorry. How do you roll That's all good. All right. Well, is if, if there's nothing else, I'm going to move to, to Ren so we can get him out as well. Okay. And I'll actually be dropping off right now. But no worries. Thank you, Mom. We'll see you, Kyle. All right, bye. Bye. All right, Ren. What's up? Nothing much. Okay, I think Ren would want to. I can't really think of any like training that he would specifically want to do. Um, I think after learning about elder curses, maybe you'd want to research that. Um, see if you can learn learn more different types of it or where it comes from. Um, it's like right after like Moss is sat down by the curse section, the Gorf Girland brings you right to the same section. You're like, oh hey, how are you <laughs> doing? Imagine imagine this. Um, Small world. You got a mushroom arm? That's cool, man. <laughs> um, I would want to do that and maybe maybe have a fishing trip. Go to the the, the quote not so secret fishing spot. Yeah. Can can Baron come? Sure. I'd love I that. like one morning, like you're out in the like in the early dawn before like even the sun has risen. You have like your fishing tackle, you have your little yeah. hat on. Like and you have like Donnie in your in your tackle box. Like, yeah, right. Right. Or Harvey. Or Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Baron is like, like just awake, you know, you know swinging a sword in a web something. He's probably, you know, you know you early early morning. Morning. Um, practicing my fly fishing. Yep. It's not nearly as spiritual as, you know, sitting there and casting your net while you're in the water. You know what's better than fly fishing? Actually being in the water. Catching the fish in your mouth. Just like eating it like Gollum. Yeah. 
Um, I want to go on a fishing trip and do some role play. Yeah. As uh, you guys head out early in the morning, it's like that crisp dawn, though it's still like a good temperature as this is more of a nicer climate area. The birds are chirping. You can see that the sun hasn't quite made it all the way up. Um, yeah, you guys are making your way to the fishing spot. They're not so secret. Yeah. You done much fishing, um, Baron? Uh, yeah, I've done some fishing in my time. My uh, it's a noble profession. My grandpa taught me. We had a, a part of a lake was pretty close to where I grew up. That's awesome. Great. I I think the water. You know, it. My grandma used to go on and on about how it connects us all. But, I mean, it's true. I mean, if you you're by some water, I maybe we fish in the same water. I don't think Ren knows anything about the water cycle, but deep down he does, probably. Yeah. It's, it's like ingrained into his his. Yeah. <laughs> it's scripture. I mean, that, yeah, literally, that's what Bastia's church is all about. Is about the water cycle. <laughs> yeah. Condensation, precipitation. Um, Man, I just feel like I've been able to precipitate so well today. So much yeah. water. I just feel her connection. Um, <laughs> and they say, like, evaporations to you, brother. Like, weird terms. Wait, what kind of fishing? Uh, what kind of. Are we? I just want to say that we're there. Can we be at the lake? Yeah, you're there. Okay, yeah, you've right. made. We've made. You're right. there. Oh, so just so you know, the the scene that is laid out before yeah. you, you find yourself at, um, like a a good, um, position, in the lake. It, it you can see what looks to be, um, natural structures has allowed this area to be, full of like. Paths to walk out on onto the water, but also crevices in which the fish are able to hide. Um, along with a lot of the trees have overgrown this section. Uh, the trees themselves bearing fruits such as apples and um, different fruits. You can see the signs of them have fallen of them falling into the water. Different fishes coming up and nibbling, as well as um, the water here, uh, because of the shape, um, has become. Uh, it's protected from the stronger waves that are created on this. Even though it's not like a huge lake, it's still fairly large body of water. Um, nothing compared to the open ocean or even the lake that was close to Ben's. I think yours was quite large, if I'm remembering the correct one. Um, you find yourself in a peaceful, serene area. It's just you two. It's early in the morning. The smell of the 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 you know the kind of the that seaweedy esque stuff permeating from the water, as well as a little bit of dead fish smell, just hits your nose, and you're like, oh, "I'm here." Never been better. Never been better. I don't know about um, you, Baron, but if I were a fish, I'd be hanging out around here. Yeah, uh, probably over in these rocks over here. If I had to get. Uh, it's about this point where you see someone else is approaching the park as well. Oh, crap. We gotta get there first. <laughs> yeah, we gotta race them. Or maybe they're a regular here. They know the good spots. 
here's the question. Are you going to try to assert yourselves? Or are you going to try to work with them? Or are you going to try to sneak in? And then you have a lot of options here. Look, my, my grandpa taught me how to fish, but uh, I think I'll kind of look red up and down. I think you're the expert here. Uh, you take you take lead. Well, I this is a different locale, different biome. The fish might be different. Water. Well, I think we should maybe. Um, do you think we should get in, like, ask for some pointers from this man as he like passes us, or should we like, stalk him? Uh, Should we observe? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't need observing. What are you talking about? And I'm just going to grab my fishing line and just, <laughs> like, my pole. We're going right here. Yeah, yeah, we are. Like, that's the so. spirit. <laughs> trust, um, your, trust your guts. It's a good thing that you choose to move fast because as you see not far behind him is more plethora of people coming to this not oh, so secret fishing spot. Oh, shoot. As this as, is not so secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got to get the prime pickings. Like five other guys are heading down the trail uh, at this moment. Some of them have like big speakers. Yeah, so much. You see one guy is bringing a surfboard and you're like, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, the paddleboard. That's even more. Yeah. Or like the like a boogie board or whatever. You no, know, like be jumping off. Like, like uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. It's not waves in this area where the fish is. Uh, he's just you know going out for his morning. He's just scaring away the fish. Yeah, he's just scaring away the fish. That's so rude. Um. I'd like you all, as everyone kind of makes eye contact, I'd like everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> we need to figure out who's going to make it first. I have great initiative. Um, I need some paper. I was made for this moment. Oh, dude, I have rolled so bad tonight. These fishermen, some of them are more experienced than others. Um, I will I will give their descriptions here in a second as soon as I get my paper up. I got a 19 initiative. Good job, Rand. 19. Walking. You are ready. Yes, he sees seven. them come up. Okay. So let me give you the laydown of the people. The man who first passed. I need a pencil. Here. I got a pencil. Give me that. Ah. All right. The first one that passes you, uh, you, he's actually quite familiar. The one that has already gotten a little bit of a lead on everyone. Uh, he's I had. But this I have is wearing a captain's hat. Um, and he looks like he's a seafaring version of the clone that you've seen more than frequently at the... Uh, Get out of here, I have. You got work to do. Freaking wizard. As he, as he takes out. turns taking yeah. the day off. <laughs> exactly. As he looks at all y'all, here, catch me a whale. And he pulls up like literally a whaling harpoon. That's what, he's, he's, that's what he's toting for his uh, uh, fishing um, thing. Well, the, the, if we need it, we, I'm ready. Do we have a sense, after we see that, do we have a sense that, like, Bear just got, like, uh, you just a he, fishing pole, right? He, so, like, I'm just like, 
From, oh, we're a little underprepared for what's in this lake. Yeah. It's like got like it's like carbon fiber. It's like got oh. like well killer three thousand. That's terrible, but <laughs> you can tell that he's put some money into this uh, this magically imbued um, harpoon. Um, from what you can tell, uh, this may be a little bit of overkill for the fish that you're supposed to. Okay. Um, just looking at the the. Uh, looking at what you're seeing. Um, next up uh, in the lineup is, is you see a man. He's, you know, probably around 35. His body is kind of filled out to the point where he's got that barrel chest, the dad bod. You can see that he's grown a mustache um, over his lips. He's got the kind of shades on. His hat is on backwards. He's got his um, stuff. But you know this right next to him. Um, is um, a smaller boy who is really, really excited um, to be able to go fishing with his dad as Kendall and Wrecker have made their way into the scene. Um, the the young boy is like, Dad, Dad, Dad! Are you going to catch like a, this big... He's just like going... He's rambling. And, like, and like, I saw a toad and I saw like a rock and a stick and it was really cool. And the kid's going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Hey, bud, uh, quiet up. I'm, I'm I'm looking for a good spot. Hey, mm, yeah, mm. Um, that's what you I'll, see. I'll turn to Baron and say, we don't have to worry about that. This is a garlic bread. These are biscuits. Do you think that we should have invited any of the others? Um, maybe, but none of them really. Pablo, he should have come. Pablo like walks up as the third uh, person that's (laughs) independently here. Yo, Pablo. Pablo's like, hey, a fun (laughs) afar. The day looks like it's pretty cherry for some fishing. <laughs> What's that accent? Hey, man, Pablo. Um, you can see that he's changed from his like nice woolly clothing to literally a full-on diving suit. Yes. And, oh, the only thing okay. that is <laughs> the only thing that you can see is him, and like seeing him in this form, you can see like the rippling. <laughs> muscles better of his legs uh, it's quite impressive um as he is still only as wide as he is tall but he he doesn't he doesn't slack on leg day at all um he has like a snorkel and like the like round goggles on but like pulled up um the the fourth person that you see um you'd see like what looks to be a man kind of more of like a frilly robe um, very nice. Looks very silken. Um, uh, he he is holding like what looks to be a very nice folding chair and a small rod, and he's kind of just drawn up. Um, as he, his name is Benedict. Uh, and last but not least, um, for the the fishing lineup, um, you see um, a woman whose hair is kind of like scraggly uh pretty wild in design um as you look at you they look a little bit it looks a little familiar and then you realize it's Coletho from training the dwarven lady um as she nice. um comes up she's fully clad in 
like dwarven armor, uh, ready to fight. Um, ready to fight the fish. She doesn't even have a fishing pole. She's just literally like in war axe shield. And she looks like she's coming with a fury. Yeah, everyone will show up. I see like the father and son. I'm like, we have nothing to worry about about them. I see Pablo and Cletho, and I'm like, oh shoot. So we're against Pablo. And- <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let me roll for there. We can maybe bribe him to help us out though, because he's underwater. He knows where the fish are. Oh. That's so sad. It's a good thing Baron's got some maneuvers we can use. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, what was your guys' uh, initiative rolls again? 19. You, 19. I got a 7. 7. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not the lowest. Pretty low. Okay. Ren is 7. Or 19. And Baron was a 7. Baron and Ren, as you guys rush uh, forward, um, initiative will start with actually Benedict as he is walking slowly with his uh, fishing rod and he's going to snap his fingers and he's going to cast him a sea step. As he now is actually in front of Ihab, um, farther up than everyone else as he is trying to get to the, the fishing spot. So there's only like, just so I understand, there's only like one spot. Um, I would say like the first three. Okay. You want to get the top pick. Uh, the second two are like not as good fishing spots. All right, next up, Ren, you actually rolled well enough to go second. Okay, awesome. Um, so at this one, is it just like a race or is there like... Yeah, everyone's like, like, it's like power walking to try to get in front of other people. So get their attacking boxes. Yeah, so right now the the leader is Benedict. He has a gain of 30 feet. I'm assuming, basically the way I imagine it is everyone's moving their full movement speed um, at the same time. And so like you're all like kind of approaching together. Um, but he's gotten a 30 foot gain on everyone. Um, it looks like there's probably about uh, about 200 more feet to go before he reaches the spot. The not so secret fish as well. Yeah. Um, what's uh? Well, I guess I will move as much as I can. Can I? I have some oil. Flask. Yes. Can I make an oil slick? Yeah. Um, as you produce the oil right behind you, you've caused it to be. Um, uh, a dexterity saving throw for anyone who uh, passes behind you now. Good move. I'll, Good move. I'll tell Baron, I'm like, don't worry about the environmental implications of the soil. It's like palm oil or something. Yeah. Avocado <laughs> oil. And I'm glad, that you're, I'm glad you reached for the oil. I thought you were reaching for your harpoon gun. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here! Shoots um, Benedict through the neck, pulls him back. <laughs> All right, next up, I have. Um, he, not far behind you, Ren, is going to continue walking. Um, 
he uh, seeing the the oil slick that you have created, uh, he was he's just going to put out his hand um, and he's going to build a personal bridge that goes and uh, he walks over and goes uh, as he lands on the other side, it disappears behind him. Yeah. Um, he is uh, at the same level as you. Uh, next up would actually be. Uh, um, Kendall and Wrecker, the the son and dad duo. Uh, I do have a question. Does that duo count as one spot? Yes. Like, do me and Ren count as one spot or two spots? Uh, I'm gonna say you and Ren probably count as one spot. Okay. Which is fine. Okay. It, it's okay. whatever. Yeah. Since you're fishing together. Yeah. Everyone else here um, had plans to do it themselves. Yeah. So Kendall and Wrecker. Um, they're going to have to do dexterity saving throws. Uh, as Kendall goes up, he he seems like he's doing pretty good. Um, Wrecker uh, does not do good as the sun sun's not paying attention. And uh, Kendall's like, "Hey, watch out! There's some oil right here." Don't, don't, don't. And I was like, "And you know what? I love oil because it's really good on popcorn. I really like cooking with it, and I love it when uh, mom and dad let me go." And then he's just like. And he's like, ah! and oh no! Boo! Next up, uh, Baron, you're up. Okay, is anyone like right within like? So you're 15 feet of me. You're next to uh, probably the two scariest, Pablo and Coletto. Okay. Uh, as I'm at, okay, I don't know if you'll let me do this. Dab Pablo. As, as uh, as I'm walking. I'll turn to one, and, and I have my fishing rod kind of like right here, so it whips the back of them as I look at the other, and then I'll see a fish jump, and I'll look, whip the other one, and I'll uh, do, um, and I'll action surge if I need to do both of yeah. these, and I will do tr uh, tripping attacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you can do that. Should um, I just have them roll, or do I gotta roll the hit? Uh, roll the hit. Okay. As Kletho is wearing full body armor. Uh, that's gonna be. Uh, Who's this for? We'll do Pablo first. Yeah, because I imagine I looked at her and then. Because I imagine Pablo's to my left and the lake is to my left. So I look at Kletho first. Yeah. And then I see a fish and I'm like. Whoosh. Um. So that's gonna be. What am I using for this? Dex, strength, or dexterity? That's uh, a lot. It, it'd be a 10. A 10. Sorry. Um, with Pablo, as you whip him, in, he is able to definitely, um, since he is not the tallest of men, um, it, it sails over his head, not tripping him. Okay. And then this one's going to be for Coletho. Dude, I have rolled so bad today. I haven't rolled oh, above a 10. That's all day. It's a nat one. A nat one will not work. As, as um, her plate armor is able to protect her as it goes um but i will continue to make a dexterity saving throw as you have to cross through the oil was running oh yeah i guess because run went ahead of you okay um finally my first good roll uh that's an unnatural 20. you definitely um I, I imagine like you're you're kind of just like trotting, and then you do like the feet slide through it, yeah, and then land on the other side. Sleep on and yep, cool. Okay, um, I've decided just to, for brevity of time, we'll probably do 
uh, just one more round of this, and whoever's at the front um, will uh, be be the be the winner. Uh, next up is Pablo. Pablo will try to make his way through the um, the the oil. He gets a natural one as his flippers that he has on his feet go, <laughs> and he falls right on his butt. Um, um, he is now um, like thirty feet behind everyone else. So he's like, ah, and then Kaletho, um, she also rolls terribly and she, um, just like trips over Pablo and it's a big crash. Wrecker is still crying. His dad's saying, get up, you whiny baby. Um, we got fishing to do. It's not going to do you any good. Stop crying. It's not going to do you any good. And besides, you have a lot of work to do. So. <laughs> I mean, there's three people in the front, right? Uh, We're in the front. We're in the- as of right now, we have um, still in the race. I have um, Benedict, Ren, and you. So it's two v two. All right, start of the round. Benedict, um, seeing the situation with what's going on, he will, and seeing his lead, he's going to try to cast old person on a new Baron for the second time this week. <laughs> Um, I'd like you to roll a dexterity saving or a wisdom saving throw. 19. 19 will do it as you're able to, you see him kind of look at you and go, um, I know the incantation when I see one. Yeah. And you're able to um, not lock up. Um, That is his go. He's still ahead of everyone else uh, as of right now. Ren, you're up. Um, How far ahead is he? he? he is uh, within range of not like grapple, but of a harpoon. Or a net. Or a net. Or a net. <laughs> yeah, I'd say a net. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's good. I don't want to. I'm, I'm a peaceful guy. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's do a net. I'm going to throw it. That is a plus. Six. Four, uh, ten. Ten? Oh. I mean, he is a wizard, and he is wearing a bathrobe to go fishing. I'd that say is- his armor class is probably about ten. Just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's restrained. Yeah. As he um, kind of snaps his fingers, and then, like, uh, I just imagine, like, you're, like, actually, like, had the time to, like, crawl into a tree above him, and then you just drop it on top of him. He's like, ah! He's, like, stuck in it now. I like Scooby-Doo style. Next up is I have. Um, I have moving forward. Um, he will build um, a wall um, to try to, like, as you see, like, uh, like a, a fort Porticulus drop um, down. Um, he is still on the same level as you, Ren, as you're able to get Fred, but Benedict and Baron are stuck behind the wall uh, as of right now. Oh. So, um, Baron, it is up to you. You are the, um, the, last, the last person. You have a wall in your way, though. How tall is it? Um, it's probably about. 20 feet tile and I can't just go around it. Um, you can, 
but it would uh, take too long. Um, as as we're going over, going over. Yep. Yeah. Um, you could assume that whatever this incantation is, um, maybe concentration, um, as well as you gotta remember that right now him and Ren are tied for the lead. Yeah. And so if you try to go over it, I'll what I'll do is as the guy in the net is getting up, I'm gonna run and like step on him and get that <laughs> ass, like down in the mud. Yeah, footstool. Get that as a, a extra boost up, and I'll do like a flip over. Okay, um, do an acrobatics check. That's not too bad. That's an unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was figuring it'd be pretty heavy to see. Um, because it's fairly high wall. Yeah. Uh, but you're easily able to push Benedict's face into the mud. Um, his smug pencil mustache getting caught up with all that gick and gack. Um, and you're able to pull vault your way, not and then with pull, but with just Can vaulting. I use my action to dash? Um, dashing. Or no, in this sense, it's not, it's not, it's not dashing. dashing. This is just, yeah, okay. Um, it's like, um, what can you do to Ihab to make him not continue? Um, okay. And Blitz. he's tied with Ren right now? Yeah, he's tied with Ren. Okay. He's just on the other side of the wall, down underneath you. As you've landed up on the top. Wait, he's underneath me now? Like, think of like the wall, yeah. and then at the bottom of the wall, and you're standing on top of the wall. Oh, can I do a full, like, just leap off the wall like like gainer like <laughs> front flip like you know suplex. what i mean suplex like, bam! just like over him and just like barely as i'm kind of coming down not to hurt him or anything just tap his little noggin with my the heel of my boot and make him just face quiet <laughs> oh yeah trying to knock do a tripping attack yeah. then yeah do i need to roll like an acrobatics check first to see if i can actually yeah do an acrobatics check uh, that's going to be a 14. Um, 14 is fairly good. You don't quite get to do the gainer as you were hoping. As you jump off and you start doing it, like, he's, no, he's, he needs to stretch more. It's been a minute. Yeah. You were expecting to have to do, you know, acrobatics on yeah. a fishing trip. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll just do a trip attack. Uh, I'll roll the hit. Yep. Oh, my heck, dude. Uh, that's going to be a 12. As you come down to attack him, Instead of being able to land on a uh, attack, I just imagine that you just land straight on top of him, swinging him down in the mud. As you're like, and he just like, and then that's how you get him thrown as you landed on top of him. Uh, you both take um, seven points of damage from your fall damage. Uh, Did he lose concentration on the wall? Oh, I should check. <laughs> uh, he does. Oh, he's middle the seven on his uh, dice. He probably has a really good moth fire, but... Um, but with that, him knocked to the ground, uh, Ren, you're able to rush forward and claim victory of the choicest of fishing spots. I would like to claim another of those spots. Uh, it doesn't matter which one. You guys aren't sharing a spot? I will, will share a spot with Ren. Okay, I'm gonna give, us give it to Pablo. No, to the little boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, fun. Sorry, Pablo. Sorry, Pablo. All right, next up would be, um, I have as he shows up. Fun show. Kind of disgruntled. Um, you see him like 
just create a ballista right next to him. He loads the thing and just starts aiming it every so often. Um, reels it back in. Oh, another miss. <laughs> You're not sure if he's actually missing or if he just is obliterating the fish. <laughs> Yeah, they're just going, they're pulverized. Yeah. Um, I think of that, it's like the wizard's way of like bow fishing. Yeah, exactly. Like a big old cannon. Yeah. Literally just a trebuchet that's flicking rocks yeah. into <laughs> Just yeah. siege war. Yeah. I am like um, Wrecker and Kendall come up uh, afterwards um, and you give them that spot in the boy. Um, his Toothy Grin showing that he's lost uh, one of his front teeth. He says, Thank you, mister. I sure hope that I catch a fish. Good luck to you. Then I'll just go back over to Ren. Yeah. All right. So here's how it's going to work. You guys are working as a team uh, and you have the choices of fishing spots. I'd like you to, one of you, to roll a d20. Since you have two of you, it's with advantage. And since you all have the choices of fishing spots, you get triple advantage on it. So you can re-roll uh, one of those dice. Ren, you got this. I've been rolling really bad. All right. Advantage? Yeah, like triple advantage. Like roll three. Or like roll one of the... Like roll... Re-roll one of the... Yeah, re-roll one of the, the advantage rolls. So you can just do two. Yeah. And I'll re-roll the lower one? Yeah. I mean, you could re-roll the higher one if you want. Okay, I just rolled a, a 12. A 12? Um, through the day, um, maybe it's because it's a new fishing spot, you're able to catch 12 good, juicy trout halibut. Um, halibut? Sunfish. A shark. A whale shark. <laughs> a whale, a whale um, in a shark. Yeah. Like You're able to catch 12 fish. How does oh, Ren fish? I think it's great. Any fishing trip is, a, is successful when you're having a great time. Like, is he just, is he in the water, like, waist deep, or, like, in there, like, with his net and harpoon well, gun, or is he, like... I mean, you, you described it like they're, like, natural docks, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you still have to walk out into the water. Um, oh. But, like, you. Like, but it's only, like, like, it's shallow. You think maybe, like, if you were to go out there and wait a while, you could, like, watch in one of these deeper recesses and then bag a fish. So, mm. and that's what you end up doing. Um, yeah, I think we might, we might like do a couple different methods, like spearing or net, or even like those, like fishing baskets. That's kind of like a trap. I don't know if it's a trap or also just a net. Yeah, uh, and maybe Baron has his, his rod. Yeah, we'll Baron just like just relaxing with a rod, and he'll do some fancy like like rods. Like instead of instead of like waiting for the fish to get caught on it, he's literally like using it as a whip to like hook them yeah. with the hook on the end of the fish. It's like, like a like a game, games where you like throw the rod in and it's like... Yeah. Exactly. Just yanking them out. <laughs> They're flying. Oh, it's great. Perfect. Is this the... 
Is this as big as they come where you're from? Uh, how big are they? Are they like... They're like this. Halibut. That's like 100 pounds. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good size fish. Um, though, you know, in the oceans, there are things that move in the deep that are unfathomable. Bosch's uh, children sometimes are hard to predict and hard to uh, categorize. Indeed. Um, I'll say, uh, I mean, uh, most mostly, yeah, uh, it's a good size. Um, there are some things that are huge. Uh, those things you have to, if you catch them, you got to let them go. You don't want to yep. get... You can't um, keep them? Some juju. One... But, like, don't you come from, like, a small village? Wouldn't that, like, feed your entire village? No, you'd think so, but I, uh, I heard a story... And look, everyone from Battle will tell you they all know a story. Um, say like forty years ago, someone caught this huge like swordfish. It was ginormous, enough meat on there to feed the village for months. And the the village elders it kind of advised against it they've heard they've read the, the texts the legends that say don't don't catch the the water spirits what they're called in uh the common terms um but anyways the whole village ate that swordfish and then there was a famine For a while, I don't know how long it was, but it was substantial enough that people are still talking about it. And yeah, you don't you don't keep the big ones, but not not like the big ones, but like huge. As Paulo comes out of the water right next to you, like a fun apart, it's just the thrill of the chase. Amen, Paulo. That is, is that is the lesson. As he's like. He's like in the mouth of a shark, like, yeah, <laughs> like just wrestling in the headlock. Um, As he like fully sinks back down in the water. Yeah, I think yeah. mostly what it is is, uh, you only catch what you need to. Part of it is you go out there every day to fish. Uh, if you catch enough for a month, what do you do? Don't fish? No, that's maybe that's. Why there was a famine is people didn't want to go back to fishing. They were lazy. They were accustomed to, to just eating from their storage. That's the first uh, thing that you've said that I can get behind. I, I think that makes sense. <laughs> Look, maybe you're rubbing off on me. Uh, I like to believe that um, they were cursed from. Not this like cursed, cursed, but there were some. This world is and, and gods like to make playthings of us humans and others. So. But, uh. <laughs> what was that face, Red? That is. I think they, I wouldn't say playthings. I would say. Not that. No, I don't know. 
continue, continue. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Eli will will uh, appreciate these fishes. These fish. I've never been good with grammar. Uh, I don't think it matters. Um, though I do think it's fish. Um, yeah, I hope she prepares us something delectable. I've always liked her cooking. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know where uh, exactly we're at in the lighthouse. I know that Elia pointed out once, but uh, I know uh, it, this is similar to like the Proanoi and, and such with like cliffs and whatnot, but uh, I know that uh, underneath those cliffs there were caves where, where bigger fish would hide out. So maybe maybe potentially we could uh, you know, instead of coming to the lake up here, we could go somewhere. You know, that is a good idea. There is a secret fishing spot. Maybe. Maybe there actually is a secret spot that people don't know about. Yeah, we can go there. And then I can show you those those big fish that you don't keep. Yeah. Alright, yeah. let's Let's find the secret spot, Red. Sounds we'll invite good. the rest of the party. As you can come to. As you like see him like riding a dolphin, like two dolphins, like, yeah. <laughs> like from the distance. <laughs> um, I love um, with that, as you guys clasp arms, like kind of making your resolve to find the fishing spot. Um, we're uh, is there's nothing else that you'd like to accomplish with this week, really? Ren. Yeah, I know that. I think that'll be it. We'll do some Perfect. research later. Yeah, just rut, just resting. Um, next up, let's do Alaya. Speaking of the fish, almost ten. Oh, it is almost ten. Yeah, if you want, would we can like, pick up next time. Would it be okay if we picked yeah. up next time with with uh with what's going on? Just with anyone that wants mm -hmm. to do stuff. So. Yeah, because it's like nine thirty. It's getting a little yeah. late. Yep. Yeah. I am okay with. I'm like, I'm like dead. Okay, being a little late. So thanks. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, Brandon. Um. Also, um, I've been reading the Dritz. I finished the Crystal Shard book. We're not even off yet, Chase. Wait yeah. till we're off. Say goodbye. Hey, okay, bye. bye, everyone. Dungeon. 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 Dungeon.